Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the PHNX Rising podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. My name is Ramon Chavez. Alongside me is Owen Evans. And today we have a very special guest in the studio, Mr. Greg Hurst. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, yeah. Little little claps over here. We got some people in the studio. Let's go. Okay, no claps now. Uh, that really I, didn't go quite how you were thinking, did I it? I did it like, last time we had Santi here, and then the same thing know, happened. You know so I mean. maybe I should just stop doing it. Thank you, Jeb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Greg, thank you so much for for coming in uh, to the studio. Uh, I know it's uh, you know a little bit late in the week. Got a game coming up, so we really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, you know, we just wanted to, you know, ask some questions about how you've been doing in Phoenix, how you liking it, obviously your career, and then maybe some questions from the fans as well. Yeah, no problem. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah. How you liking Phoenix so far? You've been here a little bit now. Yeah, I know. Uh, definitely selling in well. Uh, love the area. We, you know, boys stay in a good place. There's a lot to do and obviously the weather, weather's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and obviously settling in the club really well. Everybody helped tremendously with that. So not really enjoying That's it. Awesome. You're saying beautiful because it's not like 120 yet, or yeah. I mean, I'm not looking forward to that, <laughs> but um, I'm sure I'll get through it somehow. Awesome, awesome. Um, have you gotten a chance to go anywhere like in the state? I know you've only been here since January. Is that yeah. correct? So yeah. have you been, you know, anywhere around, you know, besides just Phoenix, like maybe Sedona, Flagstaff, places like that? Uh, not yet. Obviously, coming in, it was preseason, so yeah, try to save as much energy as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, a few of us play golf, and here it's perfect to go and you know get to play golf in the mountains it's beautiful nice, out nice. there so that's probably the most i've seen so far but definitely planning on getting out and seeing awesome. a bit more i feel like we need to just go into that a little bit more because you were out golfing yesterday can we can you tell us who's good who's not good we need um, we need the inside scoop names, here. yeah scores. yeah there's only i think only four or five of us have played together so far um it's usually me ben ryan and uh Calistri. um me and Ryan, probably. Ben won't be happy with that because he had a great round yesterday. Oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> I'd say me and Ben right now, I know Moose is good. Um, but we're trying to get all the boys to go out and we'll see who see who really is the best. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, you got any, like, golfer? You, know, you being from Scotland, you know, a lot of golf over there. So do you, is there anybody you, like, look uh, into, like, as a golfer? Or to be honest, anybody you keep up with? Purely because of what he done for the sport, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, um, yeah. The comeback at the Masters a few years ago was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, apart from that, you know, I, I'm a big Brooks Koepka fan. Okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely tune in the golf on the weekends. Nice, nice. It'd be a bit nicer golfing here, though, than in the rain back home. For sure, yeah. I, used to, <laughs> I think I've played more rounds here already than I did in the last three years back home, so... Did you get a chance to go to the the open over here that they do the waste no, management open? I, I was thinking about it, but yeah. again, because it was preseason, I was yeah. kind of I was being I was being sensible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's behaving yeah. himself, yeah, not yeah, going good, to that. Good, good, good. I'm sure, the coaches will like that. Um, <laughs> so now that you've been here for a little bit, is there like a go to restaurant that you enjoy? Like maybe you know before practice or maybe between on a, on, a, on an off day you want to you like going to? Um, I like crust. Um, okay. Downtown Chandler, that's a good spot, and yeah. then Murphy's on a Wednesday is nice for the. 
the 50 cent wings oh um, shoot okay but no there's a lot of good restaurants and nice. still kind of find them all and crust is like a pizza place it's like an italian place yeah nice, so nice. i go with claudia a lot and he tells me what's good and what's not <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome that's awesome so that, well, that's that's how we work out that is pizza pasta or whatever the whatever that question that was a question was. on the social right? yeah yeah <laughs> i remember that it's, it's just not <laughs> all right awesome so uh yeah so t uh talking a little bit more about rising so you guys are you, you had a perfect april you know you kind of stumbled a little bit with those two games against vegas and san diego so how are you feeling about that uh after that april four league games two u.s open cup games great results in all of them so how are you feeling after after that april i think a lot of the boys were tired after it. it was a long month a lot of games um but you know i think especially after the start we had mm -hmm. we kind of came together as a group and you know we we're like we have to go and make a statement in april you know we've got a lot of games a lot of opportunities to go and right some wrongs um and obviously winning six from six is the best way to do that yeah. and two cup games as well was huge um so definitely the boys are confident just now but it's that's only four six games you know we've still got a lot of games to go and we're keen on picking up more wins along the way yeah how long do you think you can you can keep this run going for i think you know, with the talent and the squad that we have and the confidence we have right now, we have to push to just take it game by game, but know that there's potential to keep that going. And obviously we have so much confidence from those six games. Um, we obviously know Phoenix of the past managed to have an unbelievable win streak, um, which might never be done again. But, you know, we just need to take it game by game and use the confidence from the last six mm -hmm. games and go on. And, you know, Sunday's another challenge for us. Um, after those two losses, how did you personally feel about that? You know, Rising has a reputation. You've spoken about that before in other interviews. Is that is that something you kind of just like sh kind of shrug it off the next game, or how how mentally like how do you prepare for that? I think it was difficult for the losses because they came so early in the mm -hmm. season, um, and especially after having such a good start at Monterey, um, you know, confidence was so high. Um, you kind of get knocked back down to earth a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and I realized that it's not you know it's not a case of just being a Phoenix player and turning up and going to win games like mm. the whole standard of the league is getting so much better and every team is competitive now. Yeah. Um, so you know every game's a challenge and we just had to brush it off and you know I think the San Antonio game was a big turning point for us uh, it wasn't a perfect performance but we done the we done the, the simple things right and we got the three points away from home and that kind of kick-started us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just even looking at that spell of the six games, you said the San Antonio game wasn't a perfect performance. Do you really think you've hit like top gear yet, or how much more room is there to go? No, I think there's a lot of room to go because you know, I've, as a team, we spoke about it. I still think you know, there's Monterey attacking wise for the first forty five minutes was really good, mm -hmm. um, and then we kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. Um, I, I don't think we've had a complete performance yet, which is a positive because you know we've won six out of six in the last month and we still haven't played 100% of what we're capable of so I think that's a positive to take you know we still have that little bit more mm -hmm. to go so yeah it's good that's awesome um speaking of the locker room you have a new player uh joining I mean he's been there for a while yeah. right uh, was, uh Siebert Haugley so um what can you tell us about him you know uh, have you gotten a chance to kind of sit down with him and speak with him uh, yeah no great lad um he's kind of gelled in the, in the locker room really well nice. obviously I've, Brilliant football player, um, big lad, big strong centre back. <laughs> uh, I'm usually up against him most yeah, days yeah. as well, so I know how strong he is. Um, but no, he's uh, he'll do well. Nice, nice, awesome. Let's yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna segue this into a diff slightly different tag. Let's talk about a certain opponent that you might have played recently, and you might have scored two winning goals against <laughs> them as well. So let's talk about New Mexico. And I think the biggest thing about that it's not just you scored two goals, but that waving them off. 
after scoring the winner in the cup game. Where did the idea for that come from? Was it spur of the moment or did you plan Honestly, that? Honestly, like most of it, I think it was spur of the moment, but you know, there's a whole the whole thing about the rivalry and whatever. Um, and when I was warming up in front of the fans and there was a few of us warming up and they were having a little go here and there, so I thought, you know, it'd be nice to score down this end. Um, and then when it went in, I, honestly, I wasn't even thinking about it, but I just, it just came to me. And, Did you see the yellow? And that's I why just seen you... the yellow. And yeah. I thought, you know, it's, it's late enough where I think we should be good right now, so I give them a little wave. But it's just this banner, like I, just, I, I don't mean much by it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just good fun. Have Is you it... heard of that rivalry before, the New Mexico? Yeah, uh, for sure. I think okay. when you come in, people make you aware that. Who's the rival? Who the rivalries are, and you know what teams want to beat us more than anyone mm-hmm. else. So yeah, you pick up that pretty quickly. Santi say anything about it, or kind of keeps himself. We uh, asked him about him too when he was here. Yeah, no, he says obviously when he played there, unbelievable player. Um, I think Kalistri as well. Everybody mm-hmm. knows he loves playing <laughs> against them. So um, no, there was enough brought up in the locker room and kind of spur us on to to go and win those games. Joey, a bit jealous that you're seemingly becoming the new New Mexico kid. No, not at all, because. To be honest, I think he should have got the goal in the first half. Um, they put that down as an own goal, which which isn't right. No, no defender <laughs> wants an own goal. Just give it to the attacker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of those games, uh, one of them took place in the U.S. Open Cup. Your former team, Omaha Union, very successful run so far. They beat Chicago Fire yeah. recently. Um, how did it feel to see your former team be successful, uh, especially against like an MLS team? Yeah, no, it was... It was really good to watch. You know, I watched it at home. Uh, I texted a few of the boys after it, congratulating them. And it's kind of a testament to, you know, last year as well. We always felt like, you know, we'd done really well in League One and we felt like we could challenge teams in the championship. You uh, think MLS teams kind of underestimate? I think for, for sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't want to be playing the extra games with their full-strength teams, so they're always going to rotate. Um, and I think sometimes when you see League One, it's like the underdogs and, you know, they'll give you a good hour or so, but mm-hmm. they might die off of fitness or whatever. But it just proves that, you know, underdogs can take it the whole way. Yeah. Uh, and then to go all the way to penalties and win was, mm-hmm. was testament to them. Yeah, no, uh, three USL League One teams actually made it. Yeah. So you had the Hailstorm, one from Georgia as well. And then speaking of Northern Colorado, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Greg, but your your former teammate from uh, Shenanuga Red Wolves, uh, Eamon Zayed, yeah. he's the coach there. Yeah. So how does that feel to have a former teammate now be the the coach then yeah. and be successful in, yeah. in that team? It's great. Like I text him after as well, um, and my former assistant at Chattanooga is the assistant there. Nice. Um, so it's cool when you like make those connections and you see them doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good to see, and it proves you know it's his first team that he's coaching, and in his first Open Cup game, he manages to go and knock out a, yeah, yeah. an MLS team. So. Or bad, sorry, right? <laughs> knocked out Colorado Springs yeah. as well, the championship mm. team. So, um, no, it's really good to see. And we know that, you know, there's going to be at least one League One team now in the round of 16 because Omaha and Northern Colorado are playing yeah. each other. What does that say to you about kind of the way that that league has progressed? I think in terms of the whole championship and League One, you know, from when I first came over to now, it's definitely taken massive steps forward. Um, all the teams are getting better now. Um, and it's good to see because it's more competitive. There's more challenges, um, and it makes it better for players coming from League One to Championship because you know they need that competitiveness to step in in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really good to see. That's awesome. So, um, you know, talking of, of, of USL League One, you know, you, you're coming from there, step up to Championship. I know I kind of had a little bit of doubts, you know, on, on, <laughs> yeah, on yeah. how you were going to do, and obviously you've been doing amazing. So. What can you tell our players that are like kind of thinking about like, hey, I want to make that jump as well, you know, coming from that one? Because there's been some players that do make the jump 
some are really successful, like in your case, some other falter. So what can you say to, to, to players like that? I think it's just definitely the intensity and the physicality is a lot more like you, you can feel it a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just a case of working hard. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of players that have stepped into this league from League One. They're unbelievably technical and, you know, th that speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. um, but it is definitely a jump. But it's a case of, you know, working hard and just making sure that every day, you know, I'm blessed to have unbelievable players around me that, you know, help me every day to, you know, hold my hand almost <laughs> to get me through games and stuff. But no, like the the big jump is the intensity. And I noticed it most when we played the three game week. Mm -hmm. You know, by the last game I was my legs were heavy and yeah. you know, it's a it is a big jump. But you know, I think it's it's important for players to try and make that jump. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to get outside your comfort zone and the better players you play against, that makes you better as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's nice of Ramon to point out here, actually, that he didn't <laughs> believe in you fully, right? Because I know that we we definitely tweeted about that very recently. Yeah. Hey, you saw that tweet. I did. Um, I also, it's funny. I was back home. I just got my visa, and I was I was in my room. I was packing my suitcases to come out here. I think I, I was leaving the next day, and obviously when I signed, a lot of Phoenix stuff started coming up on my Twitter and whatever, and the podcast came up, so clicked on it. And I was I was watching it, packing my case, super excited to come out. And then I, I hear the comment and I was just like, oh, this is how it's going to be, I guess. Well, look, look at Owen's face. He's so happy about that. Look at that. Look at oh, that. Come on, but you know what this is. Come on. You know what this is like, right? You played it in Scotland. Yeah, I mean, it's... and I knew myself coming from League One, there's going to be people that are going to doubt it 100%. That's, that's, the, that's what happens when you play professional sports at mm. any level. You know, people are going to question you. Um, and I know that, coming from league one there was going to be a lot of questions whether i could i could do it at this level um and like i was saying it kind of gave me that little bit extra motivation to go in and you know go and prove myself um so yeah there's no so, hard so i'm kind of glad i had a little bit part of that i'm just kidding <laughs> well yeah there's no hard feelings no i appreciate it man S simple <laughs> answer if you're holding a cup in november there's going to be no more questions at that point okay all right all right we're gonna take a quick break from those questions uh and uh, talk a little bit about OG's brand. So if you guys haven't, uh, make sure to stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. They just announced their new mini OG's, which is a 3-milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive right into the regular 10-milligram option. So those will be available May 3rd, so that's, pretty, uh, that's coming up pretty soon. And they have amazing flavors such as orange creamsicle, tropical, and watermelon. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. Cool. Just imagine what Cashman Field, we were talking about Cashman Field. Just imagine what we that were. would be like on OG's. Ah, man. <laughs> would, it, like, would it get worse or would it get... <laughs> Or a little bit better. So. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know what? Maybe we should. We haven't looped him in yet, have we? Have we looped Edwin in yet? No, the, Edwin the, is the Edwin here, Edwin is way. here. I didn't introduce him, but yeah, he's, so he's let, here. Let's get his insight on this one. Edwin, what do you think? You're, you're acting like I know the exact answer where I've been on OGs. I, I have no clue. I mean, I think if it's crap, it's going to stay crap regardless of, <laughs> of what, what, whatever you're on. So... At least that's my personal opinion. I'm not a professional at it at all. <laughs> but, you know, the llamas, everything else, oh, that, that yeah. giant Elvis-looking thing that they call a mascot, you know? Well, yeah, well, that, that's just the club, you know? Water balloon <laughs> fights, shutting the lights off. Remember when they wanted to play a game that kicked off at, like, oh, they were going to have half-time fireworks at midnight because they were going to play a game at 11 p.m.? 
Do you remember that? Oh my god. And then the pandemic happened, so it didn't happen. But like, yeah, that was that was a thing. Oh my god. Can we ask Greg about that? Is that okay? About the yeah. How the would lights? you feel about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, playing at two p.m. in Chattanooga, and the summer was uh, was something special. And then the light show at Vegas was. Uh, <laughs> I don't get it, but it is what it is. Yeah, they got to sell it somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys go out a little bit while you were in Vegas, kind of sightseeing a little bit? And I can't remember the trip. Not really. No. Um, obviously, you're staying in a casino, so there's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but not, not in Vegas, I don't think. Um, we kind of chilled after that game. But no, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience, for sure. But the boys back home, surely, some of the boys you played with, you're like, oh, when are you going away this weekend? Oh, Vegas. Yeah. Like, they got to be a bit jealous of that. Yeah, I, lo- I always get a lot of texts asking, like, where the away trips are, what they're like. Um, and to be honest, like, you go to a lot of sick places, obviously, but you don't really get that much time to go out and yeah. see things. But it's definitely cool to say you're in Vegas when you're from Scotland. Um, <laughs> that's always, it's always a benefit. Did it live up to the expectations or you weren't there enough time? I, I probably wasn't there enough. Yeah. Um, but I think when my family come out, I'll probably take them down there. I know my mom wants to go real bad, okay. so I'll take her down there for a weekend or something. Nice, nice. Uh, we do have some questions on the chat. I want to get to them really quickly. Uh, shout out to Michael, Bobby, everybody on the chat so far. Uh, Pat has a question. He says, what are some things you have heard about uh, football in America prior to coming over that you have found to be totally off base? Um... I think probably the supporters, um, you know, like back home, a lot of people think that the supporters are just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially when you come to a team like Phoenix, you know, these guys absolutely love this club. The environment that they create for us is, is unbelievable. Um, and they're some of the biggest diehard fans I've ever met. So, yeah. and we all love playing in front of that. It makes us 10 times better. Um, so that's definitely something that took me by surprise in a, in a positive way. Did it take time to get used to the South End, just the, the entire game just going off? Um, Not not really, because no. I've, I've played in front of, like, kind of crowds like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, I've, I've been at Ibrox and Celtic Park. I've been on the bench when, you know, they're all singing. Yeah. And it's, and it's ridiculously loud. <laughs> um, but it's just, it gives you goosebumps when you walked out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really appreciate that. And it's such a good environment. And how does it compare to some of the other teams that you've played for in the past? I think... Uh, to be honest, last year I was I was pretty lucky. Um, you know, league Omaha had some some great fans, um, really welcoming on and off the field. Um, and then I think they had the most the average attendance was the highest in the league for League One. So, you know, I was kind of lucky in that sense. But the the Bandidos fans are definitely a little a little crazier. There's some questions here on Twitter from uh, Bobby. First of all, he's asking, when are you boys gonna go out with the Bandidos and uh, play some golf? Uh, next off day, if everybody's if everybody's up for it, I'm, I'm going to play golf. Yeah, yeah, go you go. Take Owen with you. Hit him up. Yeah, <laughs> God no. Um, and then uh, what else is there here? Uh, what about Phoenix surprised you when you got here? Well, when I came before, um, in January, I came for a few days just to meet a few of the boys and have a couple training sessions, and it was January and it was seventy five degrees. That was mind blowing to me. And then I went back to Omaha and it was 31. Um, <laughs> and then I went back home and it was even colder. So definitely the heat um, and how dry it is. But I'm slowly but surely getting used to it. And then what of them, what's the biggest difference for you between League One and, and the Championship? Intensity, I'd say. Um, especially the way we play. We're very 100% for 90 minutes. Um, transition, everything. Um, so the intensity and physicality for me is the big standout. Um, moving on a little bit, Greg. So, you know, when I was looking at your, your highlights and your, your current play this season, 
obviously you got the scoring, the distribution, all great facets of your games. But one of the things that I've noticed as well was your de defensive intensity, you know, your commitment to that. Has that always been, you know, part of your DNA when it comes to that, just being in the defensive stand? Or is that something that coaches have kind of, hey, need some help on this? Over the last couple of years, I've definitely got better. Okay. Uh, growing up as a young kid, I just wanted to play when we had the ball. Like yeah. everybody, like every kid did. Um, but over the last two years, I definitely started to develop that and start to enjoy defending mm -hmm. more. Um, and, you know, I scored a lot of goals last year from winning tackles and ended up one-on-one yeah. -on -one with keepers so and i remember specifically that first game monterey you got a couple steals off yeah. of that and you were able to score or pass i think you gave a pass for a tour i think and so that's why i was like you know is, has that always been part of a game because i know rick always emphasized yeah. that and i think as well a lot of strikers or forwards don't enjoy defending so it's another thing for me you know if i can prove to people that i, I can enjoy defending it's another thing that stands out mm -hmm. um and it's always good if you win the ball back play it to someone and we score yeah. from a, from a transition easy. so um, and then just doing a little bit of research here. So you grew up in Scotland, obviously, and then, but you started off as a central midfielder. Is that correct? Yep. And then there was one occasion when you were playing your team, the striker doesn't show up yeah. and they're like, Hey Greg, you want to play up top? And you ended up scoring some, some really good goals. There happened to be an Everton scout, right? Yeah. Uh, so t tell us about that game. And then the, the catch you by surprise that there was just happens to be an Everton guy there. And yeah, I mean, it was funny. I was, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, <laughs> it was just. Obviously, I was playing centre mid for a long time. I wasn't fast. I wasn't very physical. I still had a lot of growing to do. And our striker was working one night late, and we had a night game. And uh, like maybe ten minutes before kickoff, the coach comes up and he's like, oh, "Our striker hasn't turned up. Like, oh. I think we're gonna have to play up top." And I was like, "I mean, I guess like mm -hmm. it's, it's fine by me." Um, and I think it's probably one of the best games I've ever played. <laughs> scored a header, scored my right foot. Um, and I think I went on maybe six game streak, scored wow. seven goals or something, yeah. or five games and scored six goals. And then I was working after school one day and I got a call from an agent, but he introduced himself as a lawyer. So mm. straight away I was like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> I started panicking. <laughs> I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I went home, I told my dad and he was like, call him back, see what it is. Um, it was my agent. He came to my house and he's like, yeah, we've been watching you for a few games now. Um, we're going to try and, you know, get you to a team down in England, wow. but he wouldn't say who it was. Yeah. I called him the next day and he was like, yeah, you're going to go and try at Everton for two weeks. Wow. And I was like, that's not what I was expecting. What are you, 16, 17, I think? 17 at the time. Wow. Um, and I was playing part-time. Yeah. So I went down there and just uh, unbelievable experience. Yeah. Uh, something like Lukaku was there, Tim Howard was there, and I was just getting to watch these guys train. And Tom Davies was in okay. the under-23s at that time, so I was training with them. Um, and it was just an incredible experience to see these yeah. guys day in, day out. I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Man, that sounds like something out of like a movie, you know, yeah. you're just playing and then someone just plugs you out, you know? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and just the fact that someone didn't turn up one day yeah. and I ended up playing up front. Yeah, I think the, the their boss for calling exactly, them in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you'd have ended up, I guess, having the career that you've had if that didn't happen? That's the thing, like, you, you can never know. Um, I mean, I feel like... It's, it's a hard one because it is, it's a totally abnormal situation that a player doesn't turn up and you go and play from centre mid to striker, score two goals and all of a sudden the next four games, five games, you're playing up top and scoring goals and that kind of changes, yeah. that might change my career. I'll yeah. never know, but it's always nice to think about. And then going back a little bit earlier, obviously you were a Rangers fan, the kid and still are. Yep. Um, what is it that got you into Rangers? Family. I know, well, my mum is a Celtic fan. Um, my brother and my dad are both Rangers fans and grew up around a lot of Rangers people. Um, so I think that was, for me, 
and I don't like green, so I like blue. Um, but yeah, and I think the the very first game I went to was a Rangers game um, when I was really young. Can't remember much of the game, but I can remember the atmosphere, and it was uh, that's that's when I knew I kind of wanted to play professional. And obviously, the first game I went to was Rangers, so I followed them from there on. And haven't you? I'm sure you said before as well that you and you support Man United or something like that as well. Yeah. So you're just a plastic then, effectively, right? Effectively, Let's just yeah. be clear here. You're yeah, see, yeah. I'm not as bad as all. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's top but, right there. <laughs> again, my United was a team. My dad worked in Manchester every so often and would get tickets to the games and brought me by posters and stuff like that when I was younger. So for me, again, that was another club thing that I had the connection with. And obviously, when you say Man United, everybody assumes you're a plastic fan. Um, <laughs> but I have supported them since. It's all right, years. he is. He is. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I already told you why. <laughs> Wait a lot. You support Man United, Real Madrid. Come on, Ramon. Oh, they all it's... got Mexican players, man. Get a Mexican <laughs> player. I'll go for you. So. <laughs> but, I mean, you go back, I guess, also in that kind of early period, you know, as a kid, growing up around the sport, not necessarily going out to a lot of games, but just, you know, playing it mm-hmm. and how do you see, I guess, that love for the game that you got and how it compares to, say, how kids grow up here? I think it's a difficult one, but soccer's the main sport back home. You know, everybody plays it here. You have American football, baseball, hockey, everything. Um, so it's kind of hard to... And soccer's grown now, but, you know, five, ten years ago, not a lot of kids wanted to go and play soccer. Um, back home, that's all we ever done. As soon as school finished, you know, break time, whatever, it was just soccer. I played soccer five, six times a week um, after school. Um, and it was a place where no matter what was going on at school or in my life or anything, like you go there and you forget about everything. And it was just a perfect transition for me. Um, every night for 90 minutes, go out and just have fun with my friends. And I just, that's that's how I fell in love with it. And then, you know, looking because you, you're from Dunblane, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and people here, yeah, no, they have no idea yeah. anything about Dunblame. Obviously, it's a couple of years before you were born, but mm-hmm. that was, you know, someone like me, I immediately yeah. think of Dunblane and you think of the fact that it was something that had a really the, the UK's mm-hmm. worst school shooting yeah. and happened in a primary school there. What was it like growing up in that place where there's, you know, all of that around? Was that ever something that kind of just... Is, I mean, for know? my family, it was weird because a lot of people don't know, but my brother was in the class when it happened. Um, thank, Obviously, thankfully, he's still alive and well um obviously lost a lot of friends and everything so you know it was difficult um I, I didn't really speak to him or anybody about it because it was obviously so close to home mm-hmm. um but i remember a couple of years ago i sat down and had a chat with him about it and he told me everything um but yeah you know in and around the uk when people find out where you're from that's usually the first thing they bring up so obviously it was difficult like you said i wasn't born at the time so um i wasn't around but having that close connection with it it's uh definitely a difficult thing to hear every time you say you're from Dunblane that's the first thing people think of um but no, obviously very grateful that you know brother's still here and whatever but it was uh, definitely a tough time for everybody in Dunblane slightly more positive one though of course is <laughs> someone you're not the most famous uh sports person from Dunblane no, are not you? at all no, no. so who, who's the most famous person Andy Murray yeah Andy yeah. Murray so, so there's a big tennis influence there you said yeah for sure and the, there's a tennis and golf club five minutes from my house so that was kind of everybody if you don't play soccer you go and play tennis or golf um you know played a lot of tennis growing up is another way to stay fit uh enjoyable sport again kind of sided more with golf i preferred it and i was better at it but um yeah andy murray gets brought up a lot at our school <laughs> um so fast forwarding a little bit greg so what led you to you know making the jump over from 
uh, from Scotland to to the U.S., especially somewhere like Chattanooga, you know, yeah. kind of in the middle of a yeah. country there. So I think um, I just I, I'd just been released by St. Johnson. Mm. Um, I went part time for a couple months and was. To be honest, at the stage where I was figuring out if I still wanted to play, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was thinking about maybe going back to school or getting a job and just playing part-time. And then out of nowhere, one of the players knew the assistant coach at Chattanooga mm-hmm. um, and was like, like, I know you want to change. Is that something you're thinking about? And I was like, kind of, but not really. I kind of want to see what my options are here first. And then I spoke to my mum and dad about it for a while. And about two weeks later, I was like, you know what, it's a perfect fresh start. Mm-hmm. You know, go to America and see where that takes me. If I don't enjoy it, I can always come home. Yeah. Um, and never look back since. Man. So uh, was, I guess, um, go on, what was the biggest culture shock when you showed up in Chattanooga? <sighs> it's hard to say, but I think just turning up and like, obviously the only exposure I had to America was watching movies and TV mm-hmm. series. And then when I turn up and everything's exactly like it is in the movies, you know, I see the yellow school bus and the fire <laughs> trucks and everything. And you're like, oh, it's exactly the same. Um, and then obviously I was fortunate enough to be in the South where the people were brilliant, you know, and made me feel at home straight away. All of them were obsessed when I said I was from Scotland. <laughs> um, everybody knew someone or had family from Scotland. So that was kind of, that was good for me settling in that environment. Nice, nice. Any issues with food or? No, I love the food. No, everything's the food. good? Yeah. <laughs> what was, I guess, the biggest surprise or or maybe the biggest, you said everything's kind of like the movies, but what's the biggest thing that you came over expecting it to be and it isn't? Oh, I'm not really sure. Um, I think everything was exactly as I expected. <laughs> um, the movie's doing a good job. Though. Yeah, like, in a good way, obviously. But yeah, I think everything was... Then you start to like... Obviously, I'm lucky enough to travel a little bit. Um, go to Omaha and come to Arizona. And definitely different cultures and a culture shock between those places. I think it's just the fact that no matter where you go, it's totally different. You know, you can go anywhere in America and it's, it's different from where you were before. Nice, nice. Uh, a couple more questions here about Rising, uh, Greg. So when you, you know, uh, found out that you were going to play for Rising, was there anybody in mind that you're really looking forward to sharing the field or someone that you had competed against maybe and like, oh, man, this guy's on my team now? Yeah, I think um, Santi was a big one. Santi. Obviously, I had an unbelievable year last year. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as a forward, it's someone that you look to link up with. Um, Aiden, a oh, fantastic player as well. Someone who I knew if I was playing would be behind me and, you know, his range of passing and his game IQ, mm-hmm. uh, that's something I could really benefit from. But, I mean, you know, the, you look at the talent in the squad and you're excited to play with everybody on the pitch. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, definitely a really exciting time for me. Nice, nice. Anyone in particular that's impressed you since you've gotten here? I think, to be honest, everybody, the standard and practice every day is, is really high. Uh, we demand so much from each other. Um and honestly, you come in every day and you have to be 100% or you get left behind. It's, uh, you can't just turn up and <laughs> go through the motions. That, you know, you really have to be on it. And have you found it playing for Rick? I've really enjoyed it. I think personally he's been really good with me. Um, you know, he's told me what he expects from me, what he wants me to get better at. And, you know, he helps me every day with that kind of stuff. And all the staff, to be fair, are brilliant. You know, whether it's little individual sessions after practice to to help with finishing or movement or whatever. Um, so I definitely feel like it's somewhere where my game can grow. That's awesome. Uh, Greg, we're going to take a quick break one more time, and then we're going to go into our final questions here. So uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about DraftKings. So DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. 
Plus, you can place a same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 back if your le- if one leg doesn't hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You do have to be 21 and over to gamble. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. There's some questions in the chat here. Let's I think we should go with these. So we've got Michael asking what your favorite tattoo is that you've got. Um, Probably the, the lilies on the back of my arm. They're from my mom. I mean, like, the whole sleeve is from my family. Um, But that was... The first one on this side that I got, and she hates tattoos, so <laughs> I got them for her. And a question from Pat Moses. Who on the club would make you rather sleep on the bus than room with on the road? I don't know what he means by that. Who would you rather... Who, who, if you in. were, like, paired up with anyone else on the team, mm-hmm. who would you choose to sleep on the bus instead of share a room with them? Oh, that's a good question. That's a hard question. <laughs> I don't know if I've been around long They're probably watching right now, I, too. Probably, so. yeah. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think on the bus. I don't know. I don't sleep on the bus. I can't sleep on when we travel. Um, so there's no one that would quite make you go to that length. I don't think so. Not that not that I've went on road trips with you yet, but there's still a long way to go in the season. So <laughs> I might have an answer later. <laughs> um, and so, Greg, uh, you know, I know you mentioned golfing, but is there anything else that you like to do on your your downtime? Maybe watch a movie, some uh, game, something like that. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be big on gaming. Yeah. Um, not really as much recently, yeah. um, but I used to I used to love FIFA. I used to play that Ooh. for hours on end. Yeah. Um, and then got into Warzone as well. Okay. But outside of that, you know, just being in a new place, like going and exploring mm-hmm. and okay. trying to find new things, new places to eat or new places to go. And it's a beautiful place to go and hike, but obviously yeah. need to be careful with that. So yeah. and these questions, they're, they're a bit more fun now, these questions. Yeah. Right, we're getting more fun. So what's your favorite meal to cook at home? Can you cook? That's the question. That are you a good, a good cook question. or are you a bad cook? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not great. I, st- I actually got HelloFresh recently, so that makes it a lot easier. Okay, they got the recipes yeah, right already. And they just okay. give you all the ingredients. So nice. I mean, we made sloppy joes the other night, and they were actually really good. Yeah. So that's at the top of my list right now. Nice, nice. We need that uh, that code for the for the eat fresh. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite cheat meal or fast food you enjoy? To be fair, now it's in and out because I've never had it before until I came here. Yeah. Um, and that kind of changed my life a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really like in and out. Yeah. What's your What's your order when you go? Anything animal style. Ooh. Once I Once I realized that you can get animal style, yeah. I never went back. <laughs> are you a fan of the fries? Because a lot of people are not no. big fan of the fries. That you need to have the animal problem. fries. Yeah. Animal style. Nice. So here's the other question: Scotland going to lose to Ukraine or to Wales? Neither, obviously. Neither. You going to <laughs> no. the World Cup? Yeah, for sure. Putting your Putting your heart away and just on your to. head. You think they're going to do it? Yeah. I think it's been too long without us there. We're gonna to have to have a chat about I this later. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a chat like about to see this Scotland in the World Cup. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Gosh, why are you doing this to me? It's been longer since Wales have been there. <laughs> I've been true. there since the fifties. That's true. <laughs> uh, um, is there any uh, player that you looked up while you were while you were playing? I think there's a couple that spring to mind. I think in terms of just pure enjoyment mm-hmm. of playing the game, Ronaldinho. No, he just yeah, I just smiled every time he was on the, the field, and it was just it was so good to watch. Um, Zidane, just a legend. Like yeah. just some of the stuff he done in World Cups on the biggest stage mm-hmm. was incredible to watch. And then R nine, 
the original Ronaldo, I think without injuries, his goal scoring records would be yeah. through the roof. Um, I don't think anyone would have caught him, but I think that's the three standouts for me Same. growing up. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna chuck you some quick fire questions here. <laughs> All right, you got to pick one or the other. We're gonna test now. How Scottish are you? Or are you uh, a bit more American actually oh, okay. on this one? Bottle of bud or a pint of heavy? Bottle of bud. Ooh, Iron Iron Brew or root beer? Iron Brew. Okay. Haggis or tacos? I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to say tacos. Ooh, okay. Hershey's or deep fried Mars bar? Deep fried Mars bar. Sweet Caroline or I'm going to be? Sweet Caroline. (sighs) This was not quite the same way, but go on. Scottish Saltire or Union Jack? Scottish Saltire. Every day, thank you. Day. Okay, <laughs> uh, a couple more questions on the chat. Uh, Bobby says, "Why'd you choose number seventeen? I think um, seventeen was the original number I had when I first came out to the states. Um, also, seven plus one is eight, and I was born in the eighth, so that kind of ties in nicely. Mm. And I think it's a it's a pretty good looking number. Nice, nice. Uh, some other quick fire questions. So, out of all your teammates, who is the most into music? I'd say." Darnell's up there for sure. Um, you put a boombox or something yeah, in the middle? Yeah, every day in the locker room, there's, <laughs> there's music playing and it's loud. Um, <laughs> I know Marcus. Marcus likes his music as well. Okay. Uh, and I know James likes his old school stuff. Nice, nice. What do they usually put? It's a lot of... Um, it's hard to say there's a good mix. Yeah, uh, yeah there is a good mix. I know Kalistri likes his country music, um, <laughs> which I do as well. So that's great, riding in the car with him. But yeah, there's a good mix. Nice, nice. Who is a, a clean freak out of the t- in the team? Uh, I'd have to say maybe Jonah. Jonah? Uh, I don't know, actually. No. That's a difficult one. <laughs> We're not all animals, though, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got the worst fashion taste. Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one. Because all the boys actually scrub up nice for the for the game. Day. Yeah, they do it for the Instagram video, yeah, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> I'm going to have to see a few more fits first, but I've been really impressed so far with the... The style. So you're not going to throw anyone under the bus for that one? I'm actually trying, I'm trying to think. I'm, I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't think of anybody, here. it might be me. <laughs> uh, who is the most competitive out of the, out of the team? Oh, Aiden, for sure. Yeah, the, every day, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Um, that guy wants to win and needs to win. Nice, nice. Uh, who is most likely to miss the team bus? Philly. <laughs> Any reason? <laughs> Man cuts it fine every day. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I'd have to say Philly for that one. Who handles their drink the worst? I'll tell you what, I might be up there. Um, <laughs> I think the sun's, get, the sun's been getting to me recently. Um, but yeah, I actually might have to put myself down for that one right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's it uh, for us, Greg. Thank you so much again for yeah, coming. For Hopefully these me. questions weren't too tough. No, not at all. No, I'm totally supporting Scotland over Wales. Just a little heads up there, so... <laughs> <laughs> no but no well, one really... of us knows we're in that game at least the other one does not yet know they're there that's true that's true no, we'll be there awesome awesome <laughs> hey, well appreciate you greg for coming by i do have a little gift for you over here you know you, uh, rising did put up a little video asking if the u.s or mexico was gonna win you said mexico i got you some mexico. little mexican snacks there for you so oh, yeah. feel free to enjoy that's perfect yeah yeah and so uh but yeah no thank you so much for coming in Welcome back anytime. Wish you uh, luck for the rest of the season. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. And chat, thank you so much. If you guys haven't yet, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And we will see you next time. Have a great one.